show. Welcome to Talking Reckless 333-333. My name's Matt Eads. I'm joined by Oliver Aguilar. With the coldest of openings. Two weeks in a row. What do you also mean? That. What do you mean the coldest because opening? Because we didn't do a Tron. Yeah. And we didn't chat. We're and talk like I said, that. because we didn't do that, I was saving up my conversations for the show. I might, th- I might cut part of this into Tron. If you catch it live, you might get free access to Tron this week. But uh, Kevin Byers here as well. Uh, isn't this three weeks in a row for Oliver? Because he did... I don't think it was in a uh, row, was he it? He did the show with the three of us. I've yeah, been on, I, like, three... I think it was three out of four. 300% more than I've been on yeah. for the entire like rest the of the year. Summer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. More yeah. in these last three weeks than the last five years. <laughs> uh, welcome back. Yes, there, there, I, I, there might not be a Tron this week. There's only three of us. We're, uh... It's been a hell of a week. It's been a hell of a week. For you. Truly exhausted. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, if you go to patreon.com slash talking reckless podcast, the first two episodes of Eid's anime discussion, excellent show. That's the world's premier anime podcast uh, is up now. The uh, first four episodes of Attack on Titan. Uh, more coming soon. A couple more, couple more episodes probably coming every week. So go and check that out. The control spoiler cast now available for everybody, not just patrons. Uh, so go and enjoy that. Three hours of a, Exhaustive video essay on Control, the greatest game. Full stop. <laughs> Oliver, what's been going? What's on your mind? Business talk done. What did, what, did, what, what did you... Cold opening here. I got... What do you got off your chest? <clears throat> uh, don't forget, everyone. Patreon subs are on sale for another two days. And that's right. By the time this goes live. That's right. Get them before the end of September and they're on sale. You get two free months. It's good. It's good business. Good way to protect the business, Kevin. <laughs> I got bit for the first time by a wasp in my life today. Oh, I've never been... Yeah. Did you cry? (laughs) I was shocked, actually. I was very shocked. Okay, scale 1 to 10 on the pain index. What would you... It it didn't... No, it didn't hurt that much. Didn't phase you at all? It it phased me. It, like... uh, I don't know if you guys can see it, but it's it's right there. But I felt like a really sharp pain, like a a needle. And then I looked, and and there's a wasp, and I sort of panicked a little bit. I'm like, fuck, that's the first time that's ever happened. Hmm. So I'm ex- I'm fully expecting, I don't know, superpowers? Bee powers? Uh, I don't I don't think wasps give superpowers. Bee grenades? Yeah. I think they just give infections. Well, also that. There's, so it's, my first, uh, my first um, impression was like, fucking, I don't know how, because it's the first time I, I got bit, I didn't know how I was going to react to it. So I was expecting it to just balloon up <laughs> and like, oh, fuck, I got to go to the hospital. You got to get an EpiPen. Yeah. Yeah. But it didn't. And it's actually going down now. And now I'm like, fuck, yeah, bee powers, wasp powers. What kind of wasp powers? I don't know, flight. You love to I wanna be hang around fly. barbecues. Nobody really, nobody really wants you there. But you just, get, get, get that guy out of here. What the fuck? You, fucking, you can't help but this? get caught inside two liter pop bottles all the time. Been there. Man, the amount of, of people who were like crying animal abuse after you joked about, uh, well, we had our little talk on Tron about like hunting and fishing and stuff. Oh. And you joked about putting a fish in a bucket of Coca-Cola. <laughs> and apparently people were really upset with that. Oh, uh, just to be clear, I don't think anyone's ever done that. That would definitely be animal abuse. I don't think, I've never done that. I've, I've never done that. Uh, yeah, I just, just assume it would be a probably pretty quick way to kill a fish. Probably. Yeah. Or either that or a painfully slow way to kill a fish. <laughs> It would dissolve the entire... just be a skeleton left. Uh, yeah, we were just kidding, by the way. So, sorry to everyone who uh, thought we were putting fish in Coke. 
my fu- that most story was absolutely real, and I absolutely like regret that. Yeah. yeah. See that I I I don't abuse animals. I save animals. I adopt animals. I uh, something had to happen. I rescue animals because that thing yeah snapped on its leg and yeah we don't I, need if to. I, we if don't I need to we don't have to go back. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you did you did you yeah. do save animals don't you? Yep, I'm a hero. Uh, no, you. What does uh, Homelander always say? Remember, you guys are the real heroes. Uh, I adopted a kitty cat this week. Great. Yeah. Went to the cat cafe on Tuesday. Yes. Earlier in the week, yeah. I think it was Tuesday uh, with Oliver and Amber. And we'll do some kitties. And yeah, then that, put, was a, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, put in an application that night and then went and got her the next day. As easy as that. Easy as that. Yep. There's all these questions on the questionnaire, and they're like, do you consent to us coming to your home to, like, inspect it that it is safe for a kid? All this stuff. I'm like, well, this is going to be, like, a 12-month fucking process. <laughs> That's what I figured. Uh, and, and, like, I signed all the waivers, and they're like, oh, just so you know, like, we we don't come to be... Unless there's a problem, we don't we don't just randomly, like, kick open doors. We're like, what's the... The cat police are here. Is everything good? You, you have that look of you that you would be a good cat owner, so they're like, yeah, he's probably fine. Yeah. But if you go in there wearing, like... A necklace made of cattails. Yeah, or, or like questions. my I Heart Dogs shirt. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Huh. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, but I adopted a little cream. She's a kitten. She's only about a year old. Um, she was a stray, and she lost one of her ears. The tops of uh, yeah. one of her ears to frostbite, yeah. I think. And I don't know. She's a cat. She's very sweet. She's very, like, skittish. Is she? Yeah, she... If I get down on the ground, like, to her level, she'll come over. But if I just stand there, she will not. Uh, we're we're working on it. We're working on it. We're starting training, you know. Yeah. So I, I met that same cat that same night, and like it, it literally sat in the middle of the the floor and did yeah. not move the mm-hmm. whole night. It's because t- so it turns out her belly is shaved. She just got her uh, like spaying surgery done a few weeks ago, I guess. And I think because her hair is so short and her belly is shaved, I think she's cold all the time. <laughs> so she just like plunks down and warms up the carpet underneath her, and then doesn't. Move. She just doesn't like to move yet. Hmm. So Oliver, having being the person who was there with Matt at this cat cafe, yeah, would you have made the same choice? Was that the the best choice of Kitty, or were there different options? It's neat because I just sat down with it with her, and uh, yeah, she was just hanging out. But yeah, like th- that that um, <clears throat> temperament of cat would definitely be my choice for sure. Yeah. And there were two other ones. That were just laying and sleeping on the couch as well, which I really like too. <laughs> she's a little, she's more energetic than she was. Yeah. She's, uh, she's coming out of her shell. Yeah. Good. Razor sharp claws. Fuck do I ever have to trim her claws, but we're not quite at that level of comfort yet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you can see lots of pictures of her over, on our, over on our Discord in the pets channel. You can see her on stream. You want to come by? She, uh, she makes appearances every now and again. Great. Yeah, it's great. Her name's Eva, by the way. Yeah. Eva. Yeah, that's a, an awesome name. You, you switched it up. Mm hmm. If it was a boy cat, it was going to be Mamir. I wish it was a name. Mamir's a great name for a cat. It is. Yeah. But here we are. Uh, yeah, you can, you can come see her. It's all thanks to the fine folks on the Patreon as well. Cause, yeah, uh, yeah. You know, making make enough that I can support a cat now. You got a bit of a companion now. Yeah. I hope she's not just tearing the fucking place up right now at home. <laughs> <laughs> is this the first time she's been alone since uh, since you've had her? Uh, I've left for like a few hours to go shopping and things, yeah. but this will be the longest. Yeah. She's pretty chill but not like i have a screen so i i got a uh, fabric carrier for those mesh mesh windows and stuff and she just cut her way out of it on the way home like it was it didn't stop her for <laughs> more than two minutes uh and, and i was kind of worried maybe she would like try to do the same thing and rip out through the screen door or something but hasn't happened yet so <laughs> she uh she getting into things she she causing oh, yeah. trouble yeah she ate my tortillas i left some tortillas out on the 
on the counter and she ripped the bag open and shredded them all up and yeah she's uh she's a little like most cats she's kind of food obsessed meows at me when she thinks it's time for her meals and stuff eva that's great yeah. she's very sweet though very sweet cat hasn't uh hasn't started destroying cords for your tv or no, anything yet no she scratches the posts and that's the only thing that i have been able to train her to do is to scratch her posts and not the carpet or the couch or we'll work on it though you know it takes time are you going to attempt to train her to use the toilet uh no no that is, no that's a, that's a step too far <laughs> i'm going to train her to like come when she's called to uh, just like standard cat things scratch her post uh not to meow you know maybe a trick or two maybe like i gotta use the toilet that's an awesome trick but that's like you got that's a whole you gotta like that would be like years in the making we're not at that stage yet <laughs> how old is she she, they think she's about a year old. Okay. And she's pretty young. small, so yep. she seems like she's going to grow a bit. But she is, uh, yes. When got all these cat towers and things, and she just likes to sit under the bed so far, so <laughs> we'll see. Yeah, she's got a bit of an ear, like, uh, they're uneven. Yeah. Yeah, one of them is like, no, it's, it's like it's sheared off yeah, the top. It's cool, like, characteristic. She's seen battle. Yeah. Stop by the stream sometime, you can see her. Uh, you can you can stop by the apartment tonight if you yeah, want. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um. What about you? What the? I mean, you didn't get a cat. What was your? No, uh, I was wearing my fish in Coca Cola T-shirt, so that oh, probably yeah. would have shut me down. Ooh, this guy. Yeah. Sending the wrong. It's just a Coca Cola ad with like for fishermen, Matt. Oh, well, it's not. <laughs> you look, even the fish love Coke. <laughs> Kevin, you ever think about getting uh, any pets? Uh, like a bird? You seem like a bird man. No, definitely not a bird man. Uh, birds are way too messy. Yeah, uh, I've, I've known loud. people who have who are bird people. Uh, I've had cousins who are bird people. Uh, a friend of mine is a bird person, and it's like, nope. I uh, I was talking to that same guy years and years and years ago. Uh, we were discussing moving in together. And one of the things he said to me was like, well, we can do it, but just so you know, uh, I let my bird roam free, and I don't really clean af clean up after it. What? And I'm like, oh, well, that is a great sales pitch. So hmm, I <laughs> was at his place doing some electrical work, and I don't know, like the, the bird room was messy, but it wasn't. The house was not a disaster. But I there mean, was a bird flying around. This 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 was years and years ago, so yeah. maybe he has evolved in his yeah, thinking of cleaning up after the bird. I but, uh, some of our I know some of I know meat has a bird, some of our uh, community has a bird. I've never been. I think birds are I so guess it loud. Depends and, on what type of bird. Uh like if I were to get a bird, I would get like a like a thirty five pound parrot or something yeah, like that. Just something owl. Yeah, something huge that you could like something they could kill you with its razor sharp talons walk it down the street big leather glove yeah and a hat or uh, <laughs> a tortoise and get a tortoise sure you had a turtle for a while i had a turtle for a while yeah i think they're like not great pets they're not i mean it's it's like any reptile it's just kind of a fixture in the home yeah, yeah. there's uh there's a random person who has a tortoise who takes it for walks around white ave all the time mm. is it big it's big wow yeah. it's probably ballpark 150 pounds is my guess Fuck. jeez big yeah could ride it yeah i did the indie character rode a turtle yeah 
small person could probably ride it. Kids and stuff. Bring it out for tortoise rides. That'd be dope. Yeah. I don't think it would I'd like ride a tortoise. It. I don't think it would like that, though. Oh, I know you train them to, you train them to like anything. You, you, you kid rides, you get a little grass, maybe? Should all get cats. Everyone should get a cat. Cats are great. Tremendous companions. I'm still, a bit, I'm still like a really big dog person. Uh, dogs, so much work. Even Amber was like, man, once Hideo's gone, yeah. we can finally get cats. <laughs> yeah, Thank <does>. God. <laughs> it, it is a lot of work, and but I just... I, I like... The attitudes and and the 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 care like the subservience. Yeah, and they fucking love you, right? Yeah, dogs, yeah, dogs are always too. happy to see you. Yeah. Cats are like, eh, take it or leave it. I can no. take, yeah, take it. Yeah, take it or leave it. It's just discipline doesn't work on cats. You can't you can't negatively reinforce a cat the way you can a dog. Yeah, because it doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, well, they don't understand like tone and and pointing and things the way dogs do. They oh, sure understand yeah. spray bottles though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta use positive reinforcement. You gotta, you know, you gotta train them. It's like a dog. A lot of cats are super dog-like. Not my cat. But. I have a friend, uh, I have a person that I know that, um, has a... Not a friend, you just downgraded friend. Yeah, absolutely uh, downgraded. Yeah, yeah. I ran into them once. Uh, <laughs> she has a... One of those hairless cats. Yeah. Okay, yes, I absolutely it. agree Not that they're really <laughs> gross, but I took care of it a couple times, and actually it's very, it was very affectionate, and it actually really grew grew on me. Now imagine that, but what if it was fuzzy and pleasant and, to touch? And the... <laughs> And not just like a leather couch sticking to you. <laughs> and the, the hairlessness actually, like... It, 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 it didn't become appealing, but it didn't become disgusting. Yeah. You got like oil their skin, though, and like. Yeah. I mean, that's just like, yeah, moisturizing your own skin. Yeah, yeah but okay. like, try and moisturize a cat. See how that. Well, maybe they probably. Maybe it's like getting brushed. Maybe they really. Yeah, they probably really like, like it. it. If I were to get a cat, I would get a Persian, because yeah. Persians are the greatest. Like a, like a white? Yeah, the little white cats with like the flat faces. Oh, yeah. Yeah. They're really expensive. Well, gonna... I mean, I'm sure you can steal and them like, from somewhere. Uh... <laughs> I think uh, I think they have a lot of breathing problems. They're like the pugs of the cat world because oh, their really? smooshed in faces are hmm. are kind of fucked up. That same person also has a Scottish fold. Are you guys uh, familiar with those ones? That a, that's a cat. Yep, great big eyes with the little tiny ears. Yeah. That thing was adorable. Yeah, yeah. That cat. That those types of cats are apparently super dog like. Yeah. Teach, teach them to fetch. Hmm. Yeah. Take cats, them, take them on walks. I, I mentioned when we were at the cat cafe, like, I really like how graceful these things are. Yeah. Hideo could not cool. do, even with <laughs> eyes, could probably not do. No. You do If Hideo was, like, trying to get up to get that, whatever, toy on the top of the, the dresser, he would have taken out the couch and yeah. everything, Fell you know, times. fallen over, yeah. Tipped yeah. the thing over and crushed himself or something. But yeah, like, this thing, couple leaps, couple bounds. Beautiful animals. Yep. Swing by the stream sometime. You can see. You, you can. Uh, you can. You can toss me a tip and buy some treats if you want. Oh, ding! It's <laughs> me winking at the camp. <laughs> oh, what you been doing? Uh, the Last of Us Two. Max is uh, in the chat. He says, uh, third week in a show. Doth my eyes betray me?" With yes. the OJ. Hi, Max. Nice to see you, bud. Doth our eyes betray us all? No, I'm here. It is third. Is what was it? Third yeah, week. It must be. Yeah, third week. It must be because I think yeah, we might have missed a week. You missed a week. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's so that's fucking right. crazy. Hat trick. Crazy. Thanks very much. I really appreciate it, by the no way. Problem. I'm, I'm, sure, I'm, uh, 
I'm glad to. I'm glad that I can still be on because yeah, yeah. yeah I literally it's we, been the only time I played video games, and that game is The Last of Us Part Two. Yeah, which fucking hell is that game ever good? Oh yeah, getting through it. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I played uh, a little bit. Yeah, yeah. What uh, can you say? Like, what, without any spoilers, can you say like what day you're on or anything? Still, I think the first day. Yeah, you'll get a big. It'll be like day two. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I passed that open Seattle part, and now oh, we're yeah. just kind of headed to the TV station. Mm. Oh yeah. I think that's you're getting right to the end of that first day. I think. Yeah, I think yeah. so. Fuck, it's yeah. about to, it's about to pick I up. I know, I know. I'm, I'm actually like really enjoying it. But every time that there's a cutscene, like something bad happens, yeah. and I'm like, <laughs> fuck. Like these are the best parts of the the game. Fuck, I know something bad's gonna happen. Because <laughs> the last cutscene I saw, or cut part that I saw was um. Just careful, it's a relatively new game. So just... yeah, I'm not, I'm not gonna really spoil anything, but um, it's. Uh, Ellie and Dina, and they're lurking around Seattle, and then she runs into... No, she gets caught by... Oh, the, the, the horse jumps a thing. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The horse like, jumps a thing. Yeah. And you're like, oh! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> and then bad shit happens. Yeah, and like, that part's Fuck. dope. That part is so fucking rad. Yeah, that part was really cool. I was... So did you, uh, were you like going through and trying to find all the side stuff that was in that first little Seattle yeah. area? Yeah, I did that. Yeah. Did yeah. you get the, one of, one of the Dino rallies like, oh, I think we're done here. Once you, like you get the like verbal like, oh, I think we're good to move on confirmation once yeah. you kind of check like, it all off. I like that, but I find that that's not super accurate. Oh. Because, because like I went to an, uh, to exit the building and she's like, oh yeah, we're done here. And she marks it off and then I actually knew I missed uh, uh, a a doorway, so I went back, and there was actually, like, this, the extra holster for a gun. And I'm like, hmm, Dina, maybe, I'm not done <laughs> here. Yeah, maybe it just checks off when you go in and come out. Maybe it's not a, like, you've completed the Yeah, it objectives. probably doesn't know if you've found everything, right? It just probably knows that you've been in the building been and triggered and the... Yeah. Maybe. We also have a working theory that it might be impossible to miss those upgrades. We, I still don't know how the upgrades work, but it's none of us miss them, even mm. though they're kind of, like, uh, off in the world like you like in that random doorway you found it uh, so it seems like it might kind of bounce them around if you if you miss one or something i really yeah. like that idea i know brando had talked about it with that latest resident evil game you guys have talked about it with that latest resident evil game where it tells you like okay that th this room is not complete there's still something left in this room yeah and and they'll give you that verbal confirmation confirmation or that visual confirmation that you're hey don't waste any more time here you're good yeah. i like that idea it's the resident evil map is like it'll even show you where items are it's, oh, really? it takes the like combing the entire map to find things equation uh, part out of the equation that's kind of what i sort of hate about how I'm playing this game because I am literally like doing the whole thing yeah. and then circling the little tables. It is just that one open world part. Is it just the one? Yeah, they, there's a, there's a few other like bigger areas, but you never again get a map and like places to go check off. And... Yeah, good. That that was one of my complaints too. It's like every building you go into, it's really hard to see the things that you can pick up. So yeah, I was doing the same thing, like walking around every table. Mm -hmm going up and down all the rows and all the superstores and everything like mm -hmm. that and just looking at every shelf. One thing I'm doing, I, I, I crank the difficulty down because I just want to kind of coast through. Mm -hmm. And at first I was like, yeah, yeah, I want to be overpowered and I want to kill these fucking guys for what they did to me. But then also I'm kind of not playing it like I'm playing it bec and, and I feel overpowered and because I can sneak up on these guys. Like I can literally be... 
10 feet in front of them, they won't see me kind of thing. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is kind of, yeah, like, I don't, I, there's not attention there for me. There's not, there's no risk there for me. So I think I'm going to put it to normal difficulty. Or, just or you could turn just the stealth detection up if that is, like, the, yeah, the difficulty there's, there's, you can. There's, like, individual sliders for all the different things, which I found yeah. interesting. Yeah, you can get really granular with it, which is real dope. Maybe. But That's yeah, what I ended up doing. Cause I, I'm like, I, I like, I like the stealth and everything, but the combat is. I'm just getting fucked by the combat. Mm. So I just turn the combat down and everything else up, and like resource scarcity, make them super hard to find, and it's cool how you can customize the uh, the difficulty. Th- that is really neat, and and maybe I should fiddle with that because yes, I feel like I'm missing out on a big aspect of this game where the I'm tension. Not, yeah, the tension, yeah, and like it. I don't feel I don't feel like I'm being threatened enough, and I feel like this game. With the tone it sets and the tone it's trying to, or the 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 point it's trying to make is like fucking yeah, like Ellie is not the superhero, the superheroine kind of character, right? She's she's vulnerable, and any of these people can just end her life at any moment. Fuck, that's a good game. Though. Yeah, super good. Yeah, I look forward to uh, seeing you finish it. Yeah, I I, I want to finish it. and I want to listen to that uh, that show that you guys did for it. Hell yeah, Last of Us Two. Yeah. Anything else you've been playing? No. That's it? Yeah. Movies, TV, I'm really, life. Yeah, the way you guys... Did you play Control, Kevin? No. The way uh, Matt and Brando talk about it makes me really want to play it. You, you said it was still janky, though, right? Yeah, well, on, on PS4 and Xbox, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just wait till you get your new console and then pick yeah. it up on that. Buy the Ultimate Edition. I guess so. I guess so. And again, like since I am playing The Last of Us, it, it makes me think back to when I really enjoyed Final Fantasy VII. I really want to finish that too. Oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot. Uh, Remember, that you I had think about that. these games. Yeah, think about them all the time. Stuff, I never huh? play them, but I wonder where that second part is. The second part of that remake. Uh, I, I would be surprised if it was less than three years out. Yeah, that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they have the engine made. Yeah, hopefully, it will be not yeah. super long. They haven't laid out how that's going to go, is it? Like, nope. The no. rest of it? Nope. <clears throat> because Nomura doesn't know. Have you seen Kingdom Hearts? He's worse than Kojima for like, I'm just going to throw these tracks down and then try and make everything make sense at the end. But the thing is, the tracks are there. Or no, no, no. The they're, world. No, they're being thrown down. You should finish that game. The world. <laughs> that world is there. Like, um, You should yeah. probably finish that game. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the, the world is still there, yeah. so. Yeah. So this is very point. much a follow-up to Final Fantasy VII. Hmm. And then, once you finish that one, you can listen to our Final <laughs> Fantasy VII spoiler Did cast. you guys do one of those? <laughs> yeah. Holy shit! Yeah, we did. Starts with the Sephiroth music. Uh, Kev, did you play... Have you been playing Ghosts of Tsushima? Uh, you know, I intended to play it today. I thought about playing it. I thought about playing it today. I thought about playing it I've actually been thinking about playing it for a couple days now. Uh, it's just... I'm not too sure what is stopping me. You know, they say the road to hell is paved with good intentions, gentlemen. People because, thinking about playing things. <laughs> I think it's because I now get all my video game news. Ooh, this is gonna be loud from this show and Matt in particular. That I'm really not looking forward to that game anymore because of mm. how he's how it's been received by him. Yeah, I mean it's just different style of I game. I think my take was very level. I, I think uh, I didn't say I didn't enjoy it. I just said I put in my forty hours and was good. It's not as warm <laughs> as I. Did you play forty hours that game? Yeah. Jesus, did you finish it? No. 
<laughs> not even not Jesus. even close not even close jesus see, my that advice makes me nervous to even my advice yeah, is see, exactly don't it. do any of the side content because there is so fucking much of it and it is all just copy pasted over over you want to find one fox shrine there's 99 more that are identical you want to yeah, find but... one hot spring there's 99 more you want to find one flag there's 99 more it's just the same they're on the map though they so... are they really are that's, so. that's, that's gonna kill me is yeah. i'm gonna put it in because that's exactly what happens to me in those type of games when it's on the map i'll be like well, I, I can't go to the next area yet. There's this stuff on the map that I can clear. That's right. Here in the era of most game, not best game. Exactly. Most game is best game. Yep. Always. Yep. Assassin's Creed Odyssey, most game. Best game. Ghost of Tsushima, most game. Best game. How most game is The Last of Us Part 2? Definitely not most game. Uh, a little bit uh, most game, actually, yeah, now that I say that. Yeah, I was... there's, there's a fair healthy discussion between maybe an argument even between the people who played it of is it maybe it is a little bit most game versus best game <laughs> if you could quantify most game in hours uh 30-ish about 30-ish Oof. 20 20 30, 30, 25 to 30 okay. yeah, I, I, I guess it depends on i mean if you're if you keep it on the lower difficulty then you'll probably cruise through it because uh for me i had a lot of combat encounters where i died for like an hour straight uh because i just left it on normal i refused to change it because like you say, you need to have that feeling of I could die at any moment. So I, I kept it there and died at any moment. Died at any moment repeatedly and over and over. Right. Yeah. I want to fiddle with that and find a find a balance because I still want to feel threatened, but also yeah. I fucking want to bring it to these guys. Yeah, I didn't mind having combats be hard, uh, but damn, did I hate hard combats and going in without all my resources some of them there are like some weird difficulty spikes in that game where there's yeah. some encounters i just died on over and over and over and over and over and some situations where it's like well you just don't get to find anything in this one hopefully you don't use any of your resources clearing the encounter and then going to the next one so heck of a game very good kevin what have you been playing uh i've been playing more battlegrounds yeah uh, hearthstone battlegrounds yeah hell yeah we're worth mentioning also it's only been like four days since our last podcast in real time tuesday one i wasn't tuesday on uh, was i wasn't on last oh week. okay yeah. yeah for all of our night not a lot of time for for games in no. the midst uh but yeah it's been fun they announced that sometime this week i think they're doing a mmr reset and a complete revamp of how the mmr system works oh shit do you know anything do you know any more info about uh, it they it was just a tweet that they put out uh, but there hasn't been any information that I have seen since then. I wonder if, because I feel like, didn't StarCraft 2 start off with, do you remember all of it? Didn't start with number MMR when we started playing, and then eventually they went to, like, ranked leagues, like silver, gold. Possibly. <clears throat> those that are unfamiliar, what is MMR? Matchmaking rating. Your your ELO, your, like, skill rating. It's a number that, that, that goes up or down when you win or lose. I uh, never actually knew. Yeah, yeah. I think that's... I think because it was just a number, was, I thought. Yeah. yeah. So like, the tweet that they put out just said, uh, Battlegrounds rating reset incoming. Prepare for a fresh field next week. All players' Battleground ratings will reset to zero to make way for a new rating system. More details to come. Reset to zero. That's reset interesting. To zero. Not reset to 4,000. No, they're changing everything. Yeah. It seems... That, that's so weird. That uh, always... Maybe when you're getting a game out, the easiest way to do it is to just throw in an MMR system. Because it always... League did the same thing, had MMR and went to, uh, like, bracketed leagues. Every well, single they, MOBA. They still have their 
invisible MMR. Right, every system does. Yeah. But every... I don't know, a lot of games start with just the raw number and then switch to, you know, leagues that you visibly progress up through silver and through gold and whatever. Yeah. I like the number. I don't know. The no, there's a purity like the and a simplicity too, yeah. to the number. I like the number a lot. But... And, and the always always the confusing part about an eight-player game is like, well, how do you balance MMR? Because you don't have the same amount of MMR in every game available, I don't think. I mean, maybe you do, but... Yeah, it's it's a really weird... I would love to know how that matchmaking system works. An eight-player yeah. free-for-all game with matchmaking. Yeah, but uh, the only bad part is, like, if you go in with an eight-person party... There's no MMR, so hmm. you can't see how it actually goes up and down. Yeah. Because, yeah, it's like if 8th place loses 100 points, does that mean 1st place will gain 100 points? Well, it depends on where 1st place... If it's like standard MMR, it depends on the difference between your MMR and your opponent's MMR. Mm-hmm. Right, where it's a big gap and you're ahead, you lose less or, or win less. or what? It's like that weird situation where you need to take 1st or lose rating. Yeah. Even though you're technically still winning. It just seems like, just the way they have it, it always seems like everyone should be scaling upwards. Only the top four. Top, no four, top four go up. Bottom four go down. Yeah, but I mean, over time, right? Over time, I mean, if half the players should increase and half the players should decrease. What? I mean, I, I don't understand how you can be a losing player at that game is basically what I'm saying. Yeah, here, here. <laughs> I can give you some tips. If you want to learn how to lose a little more, I can I can teach you how to how to play worse. I, uh, I was watching your stream that you did yesterday uh and i watched one of your games that you ended up getting first place in mm-hmm. uh i was watching i was just like oh my god these are all the wrong decisions you're oh, just gonna man. get killed right away and well, then you went and got first place and i'm like well it's the way she goes sometimes 6k mmr yep life you're jealous you're <laughs> jealous you're only at 8k i'm at like 6.4 now i'm climbing the MMR is going to be, or the reset's going to be exciting. I like Battlegrounds a lot. I'm really looking forward to getting in there in a, in a fresh. Yeah, yeah. I want to see field. what they do with it. Maybe it will be some sort of tiered system where placement matches and and, yeah. and like your your tier up. You got to win three of the five to tier up to the next league or whatever. Yeah, and then you have to win. I seven that's so stressful. I hate three. that. I, I yeah. hate all the number is so much better because you can just forget about it and play. And like sometimes the number goes up, sometimes it goes down. Hopefully, overall it goes up. <laughs> Battlegrounds is dope. There's the the more I play, the more I realize there is like a lot of depth to it. A lot, a lot, a lot of depth and and decision making and strategy. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Cool other game. than that, I did some more Octopath Traveler. Stream you that must be close to being done that game. Uh, no. Really? <laughs> no, 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 no. What's the hour count? Uh, 42. Oh, okay. That's yeah. not... Uh, so, like, halfway, give or take? Uh, a little over halfway, I okay. think, Okay, yeah. you're getting there. Because I have two of the Chapter 3 quests done, so six more to go, and then eight Chapter 4 quests. Is there eight, eight in every chapter? Yeah. The Octopath, yeah. as it were? And then, who knows what happens once all the chapters are finished. Maybe there's it's a... probably eight chapters. That'd be fucked hidden. up if there weren't. Oh, fuck. Uh, I'm pretty sure there's only four chapters, mm. but maybe there's a hidden fifth chapter. I don't know. Uh, but the last one that I did, I was way underleveled for. Uh, so the final boss fight ended up taking me like <laughs> almost like 30 minutes, I want to say. Long enough that I like <laughs> went to the store to get a drink Yeah, for the movie night. And uh, so, yeah, I did. Uh, actually, that's one of the reasons why I didn't end up playing Ghost today was because I did a bit of uh, level grinding. Got everyone mm. up to 35. Yeah, I saw I saw you playing Octopath. I'm like, oh, I wonder what's going on. So uh, so next week will be 
we'll be strong enough to do whatever the fuck we want. He was very big. Are all the enemies big, or was that big man you were fighting a giant? Was he a titan? I'm watching Attack on Titan. It's got big naked men. Was that a big naked man? Uh, it seems like all the bosses are super big. But they're not literally big in the context of the world? No, Like, no. The, a person is the size of a person. They're yeah. not 200 feet tall. Yeah, when, when you're doing the cutscene and having the conversation, they're normal size. Mm. Uh, but then as soon as you go into the combat, they're, yeah, 27 times bigger than you are, so. Supersized. Doesn't make a lot of sense, but I'm on board. Uh, anime. Presentation. Yeah. Stylistic choice. Yeah. Yeah. That was the game that was originally on the Switch? Switch, yeah. Yeah. Eight people, or eight characters or whatever. Yeah. 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 Everybody's got their own story. Yeah. They all kind of kind of interchange and intermingle with each other's. I was very interested in that. It's, it looked really cool. Looks really cool. Yeah. Yeah, that's the one thing that everybody says when... Uh, when they pop by for the first time and take a look at it, it's like, wow, this game looks really cool. Is it um, on everything nowadays? Uh, I want to say just still PC and Switch. I think that's correct. I think correct. that's it. Oh, yeah, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll continue to think about that game. <laughs> put, it on, put it on the list. I mean, you still got to think about Final Fantasy VII for a while, yeah. so put that one on after. Yeah. Uh, speaking of anime, I started watching anime. It's pretty good. Attack on Titan, you enjoying Attack it? Attack on Titan's fucking dope. Yeah? Like... I am having a hard time not just crushing that first season in, like, two <laughs> sittings. It is it is rad in a way that Attack on Titan is super fucking dope. It's very, very like, highly regarded. Yeah, for, it's, like, there's no, like, there's no time for anime bullshit. I haven't seen, no one has fallen into cleavage yet. Nobody has, like, oh, oh exclamation, or, or, like, hashtag on the forehead, blood shooting out of the nose. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it, it. And, and it just fucking moves in a way. There, so there are 25 episodes a season and f- I think four or f- four seasons, I think. Maybe or five seasons for 100 or 125 episodes. I'm on four and it feels like we're moving at the fucking speed of light already. <laughs> like I cannot imagine where that show is going to end up at the end. But What's happening? Like the, the attack on Titan is the city? Heaven, they haven't attacked in 100 years. Okay. 100 years. They got big walls, big ring city, three concentric rings. They all have names. It's the wall Cena, the wall... I forget the the middle one and then the wall Maria, uh, and then on the outside of the of the circle they have little like horseshoe walls with little cities in that, and the little cities draw all the titans to them so they can focus their security and points instead of like the whole circumference. Uh, and the first episode, the titans attack. <gasps> first time in a hundred years they attack, and it it kind of picks up after that. So do the, do the titans just not like cities? Uh, they they seem like dumb like like zombie level intelligence where they're just like kind of bouncing off the walls and they're like they just eat people they just seem like they just eat people for mm. sustenance but they're like big dumb like grinning like <laughs> dumb looking things <laughs> some of them are really big and have no skin I don't know what's up with them yet one of them breathed fire for a while it seems dope they're learning how to grapple hook. Uh- have they talked about why these titans are attacking? Nope. Like, I'm, is that, I am is that sure we're going to get there. Uh, yes. Or yes. is that like something that everybody sort of alludes to and like don't really talk about? Uh, is the, something that they- in the context of the world, they don't really talk about it. It's this like... It, I'm, I'm not really sure yeah. the scope of the world yet, but it seems... The, the year is 845, so presumably... I don't know when the titans showed up, but uh, they talk about how like... The main character's dad saved them all from a mysterious epidemic at some point, and it's, it seems like it might be a, a story out of time in a way. There, something something weird is going on that I haven't 
put my finger on just yet, but maybe it's time travel. I don't know, but mm. there's some some weirds going on. Is it complete? Like I think the final season, season is is on right now. Oh, I see, or okay. something. But yeah, but yes, it, it does have a definitive end. Cool. Yeah, it's very good. It's so good. It's on Netflix. I cannot recommend it enough. I heard the dub is bad. I don't know. We're watching. Are you watching in Japanese? Yeah, it's the only version they have on Netflix. Is the Japanese with subtitles. But I did hear the dub was, eh, you know, not mm-hmm. great. Check out the Patreon for that. Uh, Eads anime show. Eads anime discussion. Excellent show. Uh, and I played a little bit more Yakuza Zero. Like I said, not not really a ton of not a ton of time for video games. I got a kitten. Yeah, yeah. Taking up my time. Yeah. It was a fucking just a shitty week last week, and uh, just not a ton of time for for games. But Yakuza Zero continues to be very good. I met the second character. I don't know. I only know his name is Majima. I don't know his, his full name, but uh, he wears an eye patch, and he runs a club, and uh, like he he's he's the manager of the club, and he's a bouncer. But the customer is king, so he never touches his customers. He only fights them by like dodging until they make fools of themselves. <laughs> and he like talked this one dude into buying the whole club drinks because he he made a fool of himself. And Majima dance fought him, and uh, it's it continues to be very good. Did you play any of the other Yakuza games? No, I'm starting starting at zero and maybe working my way through. We'll see. Is this literally zero? Like, is this one of the first ones? Uh, no, I no. think this is the like. I think it goes cr- chronologically. Maybe it went Yakuza, Yakuza two, Yakuza three, Yakuza four, Yakuza yeah. zero, Yakuza five. Judgment. Like so, zero was in yeah. the middle somewhere. My follow up question is like, do, you can just pick this one up and it's all good. Uh, yeah, yeah. Starting point. It's the the beginning of the story. Kiryu and Majima. Right. Uh, it's a nightclub simulator. It's a lot of different games. I'm playing the nightclub simulator part right now, where I have to go around town and get the best hostesses from other clubs to work <laughs> in my club. Uh, we. I also did a lot of karaoke. There's a dancing game. That game is like 200 different games packed into one. Uh, it's very wild. Very zany. Wrestling, there's a there's a there's a whole wrestling part. Makes me think about Sleeping Dogs, a yeah, game that I did yeah. play from front to back, and that was a good game. Yeah, Sleeping Dogs is very good. Yeah, this is a little more uh, like fantasy weirdness than Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs was like like kind of gritty cops on the street. Yeah, yeah. Chinese triad. Yeah, triad. Yeah. yeah, Sleeping Dogs is dope. I should get. I should play the definitive edition. Yeah. Uh, I think that's pretty much all. Anyone got anything else for the for the first half here? It's about me in a nutshell. Raised by Wolves continues to be so fucking good. That's the Ridley Scott. Uh, uh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, last week. it's like you ever seen Prometheus? Yeah, mm. it's the, the big. I think it's like white skinned proto human. Yes, I did. Uh, I didn't quite understand it. Okay, it's it's a lot like Protheus or. That's what what it's. I'm not saying it right. What is the name of that movie? Prometheus. 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 Thank you. Yes. Uh, uh, it's a lot like Prometheus, but what if it was a TV show? It's very good. It's also a little like Lost in that I don't know if they know. I don't know if Ridley knows where they're going with this. Mm-hmm. But until it crashes and burns, I sure am enjoying <laughs> the plunge. Is it have like? It's Ridley Scott, and you you liken it to Prometheus. Does it have anything to do with Alien? No, 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 no. It's uh, like separate IPs. It's it's 
space traveling, space exploring civilization. Right. So what are the names of the wolves? Um, mother and father, I guess. There's no literal wolves. It's a lot of who, who are the wolves. Because it's, it's about... They they like try to seed a new planet with humanity by sending the, uh, two androids and six or seven human fetuses, and and the two androids raise the children, mother and father. They're called raise the children, and there's a lot more that goes on, but but you should watch and explore. That's the that's the back of the box pitch. It's fucking rad. It's like really ultra weird, very unusual sci-fi. Let's go for a break. We'll come back here on the other side of this musical break. Let's go back and talk about some news. Again, I, I do apologize. This might be a little bit of a, uh, a shorter show where we are. We got one together this week. That's what matters, all right? <laughs> it's a little bit on fumes. I put 200 hours of anime up on the Patreon this week. I'm tired. Senpai needs a nap. <laughs> Oliver's been on for three weeks. He's running on fumes. Oh, <laughs> uh, boy. Where to start? Amazon. Let's we'll start with them. Uh, they've launched a, a, a new... They've announced a new cloud game streaming service called Luna basically a, a Stadia-like, a thing that you will connect to through your, say, Android phone. Well, they don't list Android out of the gate, but your PC, Mac, Fire TV. Is that just how teens say, like, my, my OLED is is very good? My my TV, my TV is fire. Fire. Uh, iPhone and iPad. And uh, they, they do it through web apps. So presumably anything that can open a web app. Um, an introductory price of five ninety nine a month, which lets you play on two devices simultaneously. They claim they offer 4K60 for select titles, and uh, they will have more than 100 available uh, to the Luna Plus channel. This thing is going to be broken into channels, I guess. Some of them public publisher-specific. So, like, the Ubisoft channel is the one they call out. will be a, a channel you subscribe to for however much, for 99 a month or whatever, and you get access to the Ubisoft catalog. Uh, but some of the games they list for their, their Plus channel, which is the only one they have at launch, uh, Resident Evil 7, Control... This is where I'm going to play Control on my new Android phone. Panzer Dragoon? <laughs> Luna Plus. Uh, Plagtail Innocence, Search 2, Ukulele Grid, Abzu, and Brothers, a Tale of Two Launch. Uh, a Tales of Two Sons at launch. Tale of two Launches. <laughs> Tale of Two Launches of Sons. So, uh, you know. It's, so it sounds like it's just going to get more and more expensive the more and more games you want to add to your little your subscription, I guess? Yeah, it's kind of like a an a la carte service it seems yeah you kind of sign up for whichever publishers you want or, or maybe a lot of channels that cover you know here's all our like triple a or it's not really clear how they're going to break it out yet um it has its own controller just like stadia claimed to i don't i don't know if the stadia controller ever made good on it but it will connect to wi-fi instead of a, a device which apparently is is how you can play these games that are you know being rendered on a computer in mm-hmm. wherever texas uh and it looks a lot like the Switch controller. Uh, where am I here? Uh, yeah, that that uh, is really the the crux of that news story. Um, it's just a weird it's just a weird time to play video games right now with Game Pass and Stadia and what's Stadia all about nowadays? Same all the same exact idea as this: a, a monthly subscription you pay to stream these games off a box somewhere else to your device. Still good. Is it an all right experience? 
I you know? I don't know. I don't know. Anecdotally, it sounds okay. That's all right, then. But, I don't know. It seems strange, especially with games like Control that can't even run on current consoles, and now I can play it on my phone. Yeah. Well, that's the appeal of it, right? Is You don't need to own the computer. Amazon has the computer that's doing all the work in their server farm. You just need the screen to display the video. Like your black phone. magic, man. It is. If if it if it works well, like and and enough companies, Google and Amazon and and even XCloud and Game Pass to an extent are going this direction that like once the latency is is down and the connection is reasonable, this would be a great way to distribute video games. Man, you never have to buy a console, you never have to download anything, you just fire it up and as long as the servers aren't dead, away you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's talk about Ubisoft, I suppose. Time for our weekly <laughs> shit fest, courtesy of Ubisoft. Uh, so there's a story a few weeks ago that I did not pull on this podcast, uh, where Michael Ansel, the creator of uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, left the project. He uh, retired to go work at a, a animal sanctuary, and the whole story around it, 100% top to finish, was just um, he has not been involved in the game for months. He, you know, He's been kind of doing his own thing. Even though he's leaving, the game is going to continue and be finished to his vision, yada, yada, yada. Nowhere in there, nowhere in there where, where did anyone mention that Michael Ansel is actually under investigation for uh, toxic leadership complaints. And amidst that investigation, he has retired. <laughs> the story broke this week. Uh, Yves Gimmo directly tried to cover it up yet again. Uh, let's see here. The French newspaper, The Liberation, uh, the, the Liberation, Ran a report which uh, goes into Beyond Good and Evil seven years it's spent in development hell so far. Uh, apparently, Ansel has received so many complaints about being impossible to work with, they hired other managers to be brought in as intermediaries. <laughs> uh, countless staff under him in this report, who all chose to remain anonymous, also blame his management of the project uh, for its seven years in development hell, which apparently includes constant changes in scope and reworks. And uh, they directly pin it on him for all their exhaustion and depression and burnout experienced by his team. Uh, here's, an, here's an anecdote that somebody uh, in the report says. Uh, he's capable of explaining to you that you are a genius, that your idea is wonderful, then to dismantle you in a meeting, saying that you are nothing but shit, that your work is worth nothing, and not to speak for you to you for a month. Uh, which is f- incredibly fucked up. And then we get to Eve, who, while this was all taking place... Uh, he even informed Michael Ansel in early August that he was being investigated. In late August, Eve then told the team that Ansel's presence on the project was non-negotiable. Quote, non-negotiable. It doesn't matter what he was doing. He had to be on the project. His presence, non-negotiable. Eve Gimel literally said, it does not matter what he's doing. He's on this project. He is carte blanche. Cut now to end of September, he is retired. So even in the face of Eve Gimel being like, no, there's no problem. No, he's not. He's, he's, he's never leaving. It's you, the other fuck-ups that need to grow up. <laughs> uh, he's still, in spite of all that, in spite of the CEO of Ubisoft being like, no, it'll be cool, uh, has retired while these, uh, this, this investigation is going on. Uh, and yes, he, he retired on September the 18th to go work at an animal sanctuary. Time for Matt to editorialize, where I hope he will abuse the animals less than he abused his staff. <laughs> Was it a tiger farm? I, probably <laughs> that bitch. <laughs> I get eaten by a tiger. Yeah. Oh, uh, 
Great, great yeah, story, Ubisoft. Guy, this, Fucking A. This guy just doesn't have the cachet that, like, a, say, Hideo Kojima does. This, this man I, was knighted for video game development. He's the only person, I believe, really? who's ever been... Well, maybe Molyneux was. I don't know if he's a Sir Peter Molyneux. But yes, knighted for video game development. Fucking crazy. For Beyond Good and Evil. A lot of people... Beyond Good and Evil is this cultural touchstone. People are crazy about Beyond Good and Evil. But yeah, like, re- uh, reading through this, I can't help but think of, like... Some of those interviews with uh, the, the workers for, like, uh, who the people that worked under Hideo Kojima. They're always like, yeah, he's kind of difficult and he's kind of crazy and not necessarily a nice guy. But, hey, fucking, we're working for Hideo Kojima and we're, we're making Metal Gear. Mm-hmm. And, like, in light of everything that's kind of been going on, I was always like, yeah, you guys are fucking making Metal Gear. That game's awesome. But also, work conditions are work conditions. And does that the the final product does not justify your boss being an asshole, mm-hmm. or hundreds of hours of crunch, or yeah, also, know, yes. ab- abusive practices? We've also yeah witnessed that firsthand. Too. There was there was also just worth mentioning here another story that we did not pull where uh, the the Ubisoft studio doing Watch Dogs Legion uh, in their game play trailer not not trailer but like gameplay coverage. Uh, the, the game itself painted Black Lives Matter as a terrorist organization. It was a, a front and center theme of, like, Black Lives Matter is this Antifa terrorist organization group, which they put the gameplay thing out and everyone went, whoa! <laughs> and then they went, is this not okay? What do you mean we can't do? What? We'll make a donation to whatever. They didn't say how much, but <laughs> add donation to whatever group. And, like, every single studio in Ubisoft, it feels like. The head of Assassin's Creed, Valhalla, left amidst allegations. The head of Beyond Good and Evil leaving amidst allegations. I don't know if anyone has left the Watchdogs team, but there's fucking garbage going on over there. It's brutal, dude. Every single week, Ubisoft. What the fuck? I'm but gonna... we're still talking about them. So all press is good press. I, <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know if all press is good press. Honestly, I there are zero Ubisoft games coming out that I give I fuck about. Might have played Assassin's Creed. Might have played Beyond Good and Evil too. You know, they're very big games, and and I cover games, but. I'm not. I, I and again, I, I I realize there is no ethical consumption under co- under uh, capitalism. Obviously, everything we all love is tainted in some way, and everyone has different lines everywhere. But directly putting more money into the pocket of Eve Gimel, who is a man who is clearly lying to us, the audience, the the consumer, and just assuming we're too stupid to put it together, and actively trying to cover up many of these allegations that he himself is directly implicit in, doesn't sit right with me. He's the CEO of that company. Buying those games is literally putting more money into his bonus. I want to tell what's-his-face to take off in his Harrier jet before shit blows back Casey. on him. Casey Hudson. I couldn't recall his name. But <laughs> Hair, yeah. Hair and Harrier. Yeah. Fucking get out, buddy. It's just... This... I mean, he's already sort of been dragged through the mud for... Andromeda. Andromeda. Yeah, so... but at least Andromeda was just a bad game. Yeah, at yeah, least Andromeda wasn't like, yo, he touched these girls inappropriately exactly. or something. <laughs> it's just... This is part of why I'm so exhausted, too, man. Like... It yeah, sucks that bad, every single week. Shit. It sucks that every single week. I mean, it's been Ubisoft lately, but every single week for the last month, two months, three months, four months, year has just been it's terrible things. It's, yeah, people, about the, the things I love. The right? truth of 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 the industry that you love is yeah. is for the, that, yes, even it's it's not untouched by the ugliness of, that's that's going on around the world. Exactly, and I've heard this sentiment from a lot of podcasts, but for the first time in my life, I'm starting to wonder. It, just fleetingly, but like, man, are these are is this kind of shit how I really want to spend my time reading about week after week after week sexual assault and abusive 
conditions and <sighs> like fuck me dude black, black lives matter is a terror do i really want to you don't have to you don't have to talk about it you don't have to report i on do shit like this. i do you can just talk about the games that's not very responsible, though, <laughs> right? No, again, no ethical consumption under capitalism, but that's not very responsible at all. You, I, you, know, I, I see where you're coming from. Like, Everyone's just talking about the happy the news. Just don't talk about Ubisoft at all. They have no games. Yeah. We, we, you know, we do a service. I guess, yeah. We, for the same reason I talk about racing games that I don't play, you know, I talk about... Stuff I'd rather not sometimes. Hmm. Let's talk about something I do want to talk about. Which, yeah, that's a fucking Casey Hudson thing. Was a good segue into this? Yeah, good thing you called them. Because apparently that Mass Effect remaster, <laughs> uh, A, exists. Well, again, this is all rumored, but uh, it, it was going to be out for October, was the original rumor. It's being pushed back to the new year, uh, and sources close to the project say it's because of Mass Effect 1. And I, I, I think this is actually a dope story that gets me super excited for this. Uh, according to the sources, it currently doesn't live up to the quality of the rest of the package. There's a quote. They say, based on the gameplay and the graphical differences of Mass Effect and Mass Effect 2, the sudden switch would make a poor impression on new players in the package format, which makes total sense because those games are all together. You're going to play Mass Effect 1, then you're going to go to 2 and be like, wow, this is completely different. Mm -hmm. Uh, And it's going to be very, very jarring. So the fact that they are, I don't know what they're reworking or to to what scale or or in what context, but the fact they are working on Mass Effect 1. That's cool. Yeah. That's cool. Mass Effect 1 needs it. Yeah. (laughs) Big time. But also, like,. I don't know. Like, Mass Effect 1, was, how, what was the gap between them? Do you know? Uh, two two or three years. Okay. But it was, like, totally different. Remember, like, the combat system was yeah. totally different. Yeah. The graphic engine was totally... It might even be a new Unreal. Like, it was pretty different one to two. Two and three, very, very similar. I sort of get, I sort of get wanting to tweak it so that, yes, like, it's not a jarring yeah. experience for new players. But, I mean, they're... Like, Mass Effect 1 is you, very you, hard you, to play. Yeah, you, you create one game, and then you... you it, you iterate on it and you create the second game. Yeah. And, and it's the remake. You know they're doing a remake. Yeah, that first game's tough to get through, but it has the it has like my favorite. I'm not gonna say the best writing. It has my favorite writing in that first game. Uh, it's really good. Yeah, it's really fun. Fucking Saren is such a dope character. Saren is fucking cool. Uh, and and like we had that. We remember we saw that full list. I don't know. You you might not have been on the podcast for uh, around that time, but there was a like really detailed bullet point list of changes of like the Benezia and Rachni Queen fight. We moved them to two separate rooms because having them fight together in one was was too difficult. And you know we like redesigned combat encounters. Oh and, yeah, okay. And like reorganized some of the content to make it make more sense thematically. And there was like a sure. really specific list that looked like they were tearing the whole thing down, which seems dope. Mass Effect is so good. Mass Effect is really good. Mm. Uh, no plans to include the Mass Effect 3 multiplayer, which uh, I started to enjoy in the year of 2018, our Lord. <laughs> Didn't really like it when it came out, and this like, man, I gotta play this to, to get my galactic, galactic readiness. readiness. Fuck this. <laughs> so uh, that everybody's ready. But it's actually a like super fun third person kind of co-op. Lot, I had a lot of fun with it, actually. Yeah. People still play it, which is crazy. Really? Yeah, we. That's I found people wild. online. I was playing when I played through Mass Effect. That's crazy. Uh, let's keep rolling here. Unless, what do you what do you got? No, we got more than enough time to th- sidetrack. There's a bullet point here about what we change and um, hey, what would you change? Uh, In any of the game, Oliver's mass the the Snyder the Aguilar cut of Mass Effect. I mean, I I think about it and and yes, hands down, Mass Effect Two was a much better game mm-hmm. and they they really polished up the the combat and everything. 
one of the changes on that list was they were gonna like nude up the sex scenes again remember we, we the first yeah. one had like tasteful nude sex scenes and then two Perfect. and three had weird space underwear yes let's nude uh, up the sex yeah, scenes they said, they said they were gonna get rid of the space underwear which is cool nude it up and get rid of the tastefulness let's have yeah. it untasteful yeah. Yeah. let's get it all just grimy fuck yeah <laughs> get space fluids what would you change um I remember when the we Mako. Were... Take the Mako to the first game. I didn't mind the Mako. Oh, that's why you're wrong. Which one's Mako? I'm thinking the shitty one. <laughs> the Firewalker yeah. is like the flying one. The Firewalker was cool. Yeah, the Mako, yeah, was the all-terrain vehicle that could just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> straight up had a cannon on the top. Yeah, shields. Oh. You had to drive it a lot in that first game. Somebody explained this to me uh, while we were at working at Bioware. Um, it was one of the older guys. But he worked on Mass Effect 1, and mm-hmm. he was explaining to me how the change between Mass Effect 1 and Mass Effect 2, as far as combat goes, is, like, uh, they actually instituted real, like, um, shooter physics in Mass Effect 2, whereas uh, Mass Effect 1, because Bioware was always, like, that, um, uh, Baldur's Gate, yeah, what like else did they make? Pen, uh, Dragon yeah, Age. Yeah, pen and paper, like, tabletop RPGs yeah. with, like, dice rolls and stuff, they actually instituted, like... Dice roll, uh, physics, yeah. uh, quote unquote physics to 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 the shots in Mass Effect One. Yeah, and I didn't realize what that really meant um, back then, but now I sort of do. Now that I play fucking tabletop RPGs, mm. yeah. So that's kind of cool. That uh, if they decide to revamp that and make it more shootery, yeah, it would probably play take, just take the dice rolls out infinite times better. Yeah, that first, that first game plays pretty rough. I might, I might, I might change the Terminator at the. I don't love the human Terminator at the 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 Reaper thing at the end of two. I think there's a, I think there's a less stupid way than having a literal giant metal human. Are they changing up the entire series? Like, yeah. they're, they're, oh, Two, well, I this, thought they so were just changing this, up one to make it more in line with two the and list three. we saw, which was not ever verified, had all three games and okay. tweaked tweaked some of the ending stuff, uh, like the the three ending stuff and. I, I, those games will go down as, as some of my favorite games, and honestly, I do I couldn't except for that first game, which w- could uh, stand to be tweaked a little bit more in line with two and three. Mm-hmm. I I really don't think I I would change two and three that much. No, you remember when they changed the ending of three? Everybody got mad about the ending, and then they changed it. And yeah, fucking, I might take Star Child out of three. I think that's really they, fucking stupid. And this is a callback to the, the the spoiler cast that we were on that we did for these games. They should. Definitely institute the indoctrination theory. Yes. Yes, they that should. That is the fucking coolest thing That's ever. the change I would make. Yeah. Shepard would look at the camera and wink at the end, just so you knew. Kevin, did you ever play Mass Effect? Uh, I played the first one up to a point, uh, and then just stopped. Didn't like it? Uh, it was fine. It was... There, there was nothing Kept really... Kept those critical key, ones with your fucking sniper it. rifle. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Bethesda says that Elder Scrolls and Starfield, this is kind of two stories in one, is their largest engine overhaul since Oblivion, which is dope because uh, that engine has been shown its age for a long time, and they've been re-releasing Skyrim. Why even to I bet there'll be a PS5 and an Xbox Series X version of Skyrim. Uh, yeah, not, not really much of a story other than Todd Howard just mentioned. When uh, Microsoft, uh, that news of that deal about Microsoft buying Bethesda came through, Todd Howard, it's kind of a fluff piece about how, like, oh, our partnership with Microsoft is so many technical advancements, yada, yada, yada. Uh, and, yes, this new engine is the biggest overhaul since Oblivion, which is pretty exciting. Uh, 
and also they say uh, Elder Scrolls 6 and Starfield and all Bethesda games are coming to Game Pass, which is fucking rad. Hmm. Game Pass continues to grow. They also kind of brag about their 15 million Game Pass subscribers, which is pretty impressive. That was even before this Bethesda merger happened. Or not merger, but acquisition. You guys want to, or, or like, Game Pass do anything for you? You who, who who aren't in this new console cycle or have no plans to be in this new console cycle? It's it's definitely an awesome, like, like whenever what? whenever the new month, whenever, uh, uh, so I've let my PS Plus lapse, like, a long time ago, mm-hmm. but whenever I was on... And I'd always check out those games, and I would download those games no matter what, or at least purchase those games no matter what, just in case, like, I I want to play or whatever. I was looking for something new. I could always just download yeah, it. just to have them before and they it go away. it allowed me to play a lot of games that I n- never would, so mm-hmm. that's great. This, uh, in the way they're putting all the Bethesda games on, like, I was only a really big Fallout fan as far as those go, but... Mm-hmm. What mean, about, like, Doom, Dishonored... Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, they've confirmed the Deathloop will stay PS5 exclusive temporarily, but... Yeah, I guess I, I forget that they that they make all those games, too. Rage. Mm-hmm. Everybody's yeah, uh, John Goodman's Rage. <laughs> I was uh, totally the opposite with the PlayStation Plus. I had PlayStation Plus for like two or three years, uh, downloaded all the games, just like Oliver, uh, but never played any of them. Played like maybe one game there were a from lot of PlayStation Plus in the three x years that i had it so uh i think the way i will do this if i get in get into it uh i might get it for a month play the game i want to play and then just cancel it until the next game that pops on that i want to play yeah or like it, it lets you get into the console later in the cycle too and and just have a bunch of games right you don't need to buy an xbox for 500 bucks and then go buy all these games for 90 dollars or 70 dollars a piece now you can buy the console Pay your 15-month subscription, boom, you have every first-party game, all the Bethesda catalog, so on and so on and so on and so on, which I think is really... Mm-hmm. It's, it's, a, it's a lot different than I bought a PS5 and I have Demon Souls to play, <laughs> as opposed to I bought a Series X and I have, you know, all these games to play. But at yeah. the same time, there's no God of War over on the Xbox. No, no Uncharted. I hope there's no Uncharted on the PS5 either. We don't... I don't want yeah, an Uncharted Yeah, 5. they could probably put that down. I'm good. Naughty Dog can make something else for yeah, a while. Yeah, they should make something else. That's kind of all the news I got. A little bit of a you know short, short, short week for us and slower news week after the craziness that was last week's pre-order and uh, Microsoft oh, yeah. Madness. Uh, podcast at TalkingMarks.com is an email address. I'm just looking at our clock here. <laughs> this will be a short show. <laughs> uh, Nick writes in. Uh, Nick dropped this on the subreddit. Where, uh, not the subreddit, pardon me. The Discord, where you can uh, throw these as well. Just head on to our website, TalkingReckless.com. He says, uh, as fans of D&D, are you guys keen for Baldur's Gate 3? It looks promising. Uh, I'm definitely going to get Baldur's Gate 3. Yeah, so am I. It's either in or going into early access right away. Yeah, I don't know. I... I think it's soon i don't think it's yeah. there yet but uh yeah it, it has all the things that i like about video games D D. yeah and that's it <laughs> made by larian and and you and i really enjoyed uh divinity original sin 2 yeah was well, yeah. the last thing they did i'm uh hoping that it has like divinity like a multiplayer feature yeah. where you can jump in and 
have a bunch of friends and and play it that way. That'd be dope. Because that would be super dope. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, D and D games tend to have six party members for the most part. Uh, Baldur's Gate one and two both had six party members, so I'll be shocked if this one had less. Mm-hmm. And six is kind of a weird number for a multiplayer, so I up, don't know. Up to six, maybe? yeah, up to six, yeah. right? I guess, but yeah, I've been every every couple months I dip into YouTube videos about you know how it's going and the new features that they're putting into the game. Uh, and every time I, I go back in and start looking around, it's like, God, I can't wait for this game to come out. Yeah. It looks dope. And it looks like a, like it is a different way. No one's ever done 5e quite the way they're doing with their like dice, dice on screen that you are like clicking and physically rolling D twenties at some points. It looks like, and it's a weird, is that how it is? Is that how some these Baldur's Gate games go? Not usually, but this, this one oh, okay. made by, not Bioware. One of my questions for this was, uh, as a sort of Johnny come lately with this whole D and D thing, uh, I, I now recognize Baldur's Gate as a location in mm-hmm. this world. Yeah, you guys spent a little bit of our campaign in Baldur's yeah. Gate. Yeah, it was fun. It's shitty, actually. Yeah, you <laughs> blew it up. And, well, blew up fun. It was fun. It wasn't like the curfew. To be clear, it was, it was fun. Yeah. The, the situation in Baldur's Gate was shitty. <laughs> but, but like. Uh, and I, and I've known Baldur's Gate was a game series for a while, but what is what is the actual difference between like a Baldur's Gate the, the Baldur's Gate game series and let's say the Oblivion Elder Scrolls series? One is D and D, one is like Wizards of the Coast, Forgotten Realms, Dungeons and yeah. Dragons. Oblivion and that's it, is right? is not. Well, no, Oblivion is like a a first or third person real time weird combat game. Yeah. Baldur's Gate is a top-down like Dragon Age. Dragon Age is Dragon Age Origins is like almost exactly how Baldur's game, Gate played. Game mechanics aside, what I'm asking is like, are the are the worlds really that different? Yeah, I, I mean, mean, they're both fantasy worlds that have magic. Yeah, is, is so, Game of yeah. Thrones yeah. and Lord of the Rings really that different? Is Star not. Wars and Star Trek really that different? Okay, yes, yes yeah. they are. Like the answer to all these questions <laughs> is yes, if you're in them, of course. But yeah. from the outside looking in, it's just wizards and swords. And that's that's sort of again like I just realizing that uh, these Baldur's Gates game, Baldur's Gates games revolve around this really cool thing that I'm totally into now, and I understand it. Versus Skyrim. Oblivion, I'm not really into, but again, like fantasy worlds. Yeah, you fantasy spend worlds. a little time, and yeah. you're like, oh, I get it. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm really looking forward to uh, the fact that the last time I played a Baldur's Gate game was so long ago, and uh, it was at a time where I was theoretically playing D and D, but our game was like once every three months or something like that. Uh, so my party composition was trash. Like I didn't know which spells to take on any of my spell casters because I have so many to choose from. Yeah. How could I possibly even know which ones to start with? Uh, but now with like the weekly game that we play, the weekly game that I DM, it's like, I'm super looking forward to getting into all the, all like the party composition mechanics and building up a, a great team and kitting them out with, everything I'm, I'm super looking forward to going into new shops and searching to see what magic items they have <laughs> that's something that i never did in Baldur's gate 2 uh it was pretty much like go into the shop repair whatever items you found in treasure uh and then move on 
Baldur's Gate 2 came out 20 years ago, uh, five days ago. It was the 20th anniversary of Baldur's Gate 2. Yeah. <laughs> We're so old. One of them had, and, and I don't know why this sticks out in my head, but um, Bald Barbarian with a little mouse. Minsk and Boo. See, I knew He's that. not a little I mouse. He's a miniature giant space hamster. Or is he a giant miniature space hamster? I can never remember. He's, I think he's a giant miniature yeah. space hamster. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah, okay. He goes there for the go. eyes. Go for the eyes, Boo! Uh, Chaboxley wrote in <laughs> and said, uh, hey guys, you ever been recognized in public? If so, what's your favorite? I'm hoping a certain someone has a, hey, you're the face on the coaster moment. <laughs> <laughs> I did once. Did I ever tell you guys about this? Shoeless shows in Shirt Park. Amber and I went to go have supper and there was a couple that was sitting there and he approached me with it, with his with his girlfriend. They're like, hey, you're uh, Oliver. And I'm like, how old were they? Okay, would they have like a kid with them? No, they were younger. They were younger, probably okay. like twenties. Okay, this was years ago. It's probably adults now. Yeah. <laughs> um. But yeah, he 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 like thanks and keep keep it up kind of thing. I'm like fucking cool. That was that was play cool. video games. This guy's a, a mark. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he believes I know <laughs> shit. I was playing video games at that point. I was I was a regular on the show at that point. I I forget what what iteration it was. But I remember, like, yeah, he did approach me at the Shoeless Shows in Shirt Park. I'm like, this is awesome. And please, if you still listen, tell us about that. Tell us about meeting Oliver. Yeah, tell, tell us something <laughs> only Oliver would know from that day so we can verify your identity. Uh, Kevin and I got breakfast bought for us one time. I think that was you and I. Wasn't I think you told me yeah, that. Yeah, at uh, Rosie's in Sherwood Park. Yeah, we've told that story a bunch before. We, I mean, we most of us used to live in Sherwood Park, so a lot of this was in Sherwood Park. I got re- recognized at the Rona in Sherwood Park by someone who worked there. Cool. Yeah. That's cool. It's like I was buying a tape measure as an electrician. <laughs> I don't know. I've been I've been recognized a few times. Yeah, it's it was strange. I'm it, like, oh, neat. Yeah, I never know what to do or something. I'm like, oh fuck. I wish I was like better dressed or like I don't know, waving an Xbox controller <laughs> above my head because I'm always just like, I'm, like getting groceries or something. I'm like, oh hey, thanks for listening so much. And as soon as that interaction, I'm like, man, I'm so lame. Never meet your heroes, kids. Yeah, never yeah. meet your heroes. I've uh, I've started carrying around eight by ten glossies of my face, <laughs> pre-signed, uh, that I have a a black marker <laughs> that I'm prepared to sign at any given moment. Uh, that would be unironically <laughs> hilarious. Yeah, that would be very funny. Just start passing out to everybody. Yeah. Always meet your heroes, kids. <laughs> always meet your heroes. Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I am always super flattered, but I always am like, oh, I don't know what the man. I'm, I'm, I, I always, uh, I don't know. Don't meet it, your heroes, basically. It, uh, going off of his like little point on his his question, it'd be funny if you were like shopping at a value village and some guy's like, hey, your face is on this coaster. Are you so many famous? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> One of the seven. If you get all seven, you get a wish. Oh, yeah. Dragon Shenron. Damn, I, if, if that coaster ended up at a value village, I would... I, I don't know what I'd do. Buy it. Well, yes, but should I be insulted? It's probably like... Well, the it's probably a weird object to buy. Like, the value village would collapse and the coaster would be the only thing undestroyed or... Yeah. It's like, something uh, weird would happen. Object of power, yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you do happen to see one of us in public, well, I guess I can only speak for myself, but please, come on, as long as you have a mask, come on up and say hi. Yeah. Please forgive me for the awkward, sweaty mess that I am in real life. (laughs) It wasn't unpleasant and it wasn't awkward or anything. And even after, 
Like when when they get got up and left, they they gave me a little like wave and and, and left. I'm like fuck. I should have invited them over to for like a drink and we should have chatted. I never, been, I never, been cool. I never want to let anyone cool like me. know how uncool I actually am. <laughs> just like, hey, oh yeah, get to, okay, I gotta run, and then just get the fuck out of there, like Cinderella, before I turn back into the. I gotta run. I got video game stuff to do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, at least uh, the good part about that is though is that any interaction will revolve around video games, so you'll be able to show your video game cred, hmm. which is. Not all. Like I went, yeah. I went and picked a desk up. Somebody had a desk that they're like, "Hey, you're looking for a desk? Come grab this desk." I grabbed the desk. There was nothing about video games there, and mm-hmm. it was just me trying to lift the desk. I'm not a very strong man. <laughs> yeah, I'm buying this tape measure for the video game podcast yep. I do. <laughs> Got a lot of things podcasts to measure. measure. Yep. Yeah. There's this apparatus I'm building. Foam and things. <laughs> Podcast at talkingrefs.com is an email address, or you can uh, drop this on our subreddit. Thank you to everyone who wrote in, Nick and the Chips. Um, check out our Patreon, patreon.com slash talkingrecklesspodcast, where you can support the show. You can find my anime podcast, Eat This Anime Discussion, excellent show, where uh, we're, we're going to try to stick two or three episodes a week. It's, it's quite, a, quite a lot of anime talk. Uh, what else is coming up? D&D yeah, that's the show. will have happened, but go for Rolling Reckless. Are we on for the Sunday after Sunday? No. Okay, we uh, we don't know when we're getting, uh, maybe, maybe a week or two, as we uh, try to get back to regularity with Rolling Reckless. But we'll get there. Winter is coming. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I apologize for the short show. It's been a crazy week around these parts, but, uh, you know, we'll we'll rest up and uh, hit, hit it hard next week here. Uh, oh, we're going to do a Jackbox night uh, next week. Saturday, you want to come by the stream, play some Jackbox games. Come see my cat if you want. Lots of good times. Oh, thank you very much. Welcome. Joining us three weeks in a row. I am glad to. Yeah, I really appreciate taking Happy to. appreciate you taking the time. It's uh, it's hard to fill this show sometimes. Kevin Byer, thank you as always. Thank you. Man who's eaten. I interrupted his green beans. Do you, are green beans and lima beans the same thing? No. Fuck. See shit. I was actually gonna Google that and just bring it up in the middle of the show. At <laughs> are lima beans like little, like young green beans, or, or vice versa? Green beans are the, the long ones in the pod. Yeah, I thought I always thought that's how lima beans came too. Lima beans are, are loose. They don't. And they like little green, like kidney bean looking. Because like green. when you open that pod, it's the peas. It's peas. Yeah, but lima beans are just kind of big peas. I thought they came in a. Oh shit! About shit. Baby lima beans are like the oh. the. oh yeah, they're bigger. Yeah, right? yeah. They, yeah. Like, they, have they look bean. like soybeans. Yeah. Oh. Okay. I guess lima beans aren't green beans. It turns out. <laughs> Wild. The second thing people ask: Can lima beans kill you? <laughs> the answer: Lima beans won't kill you. <laughs> I mean, I could find a way. To, is that on Cora? <laughs> I guarantee that sounds a thousand percent like it's on Cora. I could find a way to kill someone with lima beans. I'm sure. Uh, you've watched no- or you've played enough assassin uh, Hitman. Hitman. Yeah. Apparently, you use lima beans to make cyanide. Oh, okay. So that's where the question comes from. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Did you know that the pits of uh, apples contain cyanide? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apples are not supposed to eat too many apples. Thank seeds. you for corroborating that because at, for a second after I said it, I'm like, I said Is that with right? a lot of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Said, I'm not exactly sure. Yes, and Oliver. <laughs> that's all we do down here. Yeah. Uh, and you at home, thank you very much for joining us. Hope you have yourself a, a good week. We'll see you here next week. Rested, re-energized. It'll be the 334th episode of the Talk Merkles podcast. We'll see you then. Bye.